All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. And if you are within the sound of my voice, that means you are listening to the Wrestle Talk Pod. And nobody better, I think, than Madman Pondo. This is Madman Pondo, and you're listening to Wrestle Talk Man. I'll come to your house and I'll pull your fucking larynx out. I'm just kidding. I hate Renee. All right, ladies and gentlemen, got a great show lined up for you with a Wrestle Madness. And uh, we got a couple more hosts here with us tonight. Let's start off by bringing in the Maestro, Jeremy's and gentlemen. Maestro, how what are you is doing tonight? Up? I am doing all right. How are you, buddy? It's great to be I here. I am doing good, Maestro. Great to be here with you. And, uh, thank you, thank you. And this WrestleMan is too. We also have, and I mean, this is awesome. I, I know it. And of course, we also have the OG of the WTP, the man himself, the man, the myth, the legend, Nightmare Jones. What's going on, Nightmare Jones? What's up? Ready to do this thing? It's gonna be a lot of fun. Go, buddy. It's going. It's oh, going. I'm excited. We got a lot right. of stuff. Right. Yeah, we got a oh, lot yeah, of stuff do. to cover. And before we get into it, though, let's start off. Some of you may have already heard this. We have a brand new intro for the Wrestle Talk podcast. So let's get our brand new intro all queued up here. Good evening, wrestling fans, and welcome to the Wrestle Talk Podcast. For the next two hours, we will bring you the latest pro wrestling news, in-depth analysis of all your favorite promotions from across the globe, and much, much more. We will also bring you exclusive interviews with the greatest professional wrestling personalities on the local national and international levels if you want to follow the wrestle talk podcast check us out online at www.wrestletalkpodcast.com you can also follow us on facebook twitter youtube and instagram and now it's time for the reigning defending undisputed leader in pro wrestling podcast the wrestle very nice. That was good. Very, very nice. Absolutely. But of course, as always, we could not do this without our sponsors. You can actually see them scrolling across the bottom of our screen. We'll be putting that up there from time to time so you can see them. But just to make sure they're shouted out, of course, we have Everything Combat, Ken Cade, Esports Bar, Kansas City, Interstate 70 Sports Media, Royal Mills Transportation for all your transportation needs, Painter's Dream Productions, Me Fiesta Rentals, and Wrath Bun Engraving that takes care of all of our Wrestle Talk Podcast mugs, and of course, you can get your own mug with your own name engraved on it for just $25. Just hit one of us up, 
and we will be more than happy to uh, put that order in for you. And, of course, the world's premier fantasy wrestling group, the FWWC. And if you don't know about them, head on over to WrestleTalkPodcast.com and click that fantasy wrestling uh, link and find out about us because that's one of the best promotions around. Yes, Absolutely. So what you guys sipping on tonight, Jonesy? Uh, I am drinking on some uh, Vicious Hook Fruit Sour Punch. Let me get it in there. It's a sour beer. It's pretty good. I see Jeremy's drinking his H2O. He had too much alcohol this I past weekend. I, oh, absolutely. I don't got just one, but I got two bottles of water because I know my voice is going to be worn out after talking about the tournament tonight. <laughs> he says that it's water, but in reality, it's really vodka. <laughs> I used a glass of that over the weekend. Ever clear, 100% ever clear. But I wouldn't mind having <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's, 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 he's trying to be uh, Jimmy got... Uso 2.0. <laughs> uh, what is, wouldn't what it is... technically be Jimmy Uso 3.0? I guess. This is the second time Jimmy Uso's done this. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> course, as always, a shout-out to our fans. Shout-out to Aaron Wallace, Ronnie Bagwell, and, of course, Renee Martinez watching. He was supposed to be here with us tonight, but unfortunately he's had a string of bad luck there, and he just won't be able to make it on tonight. So he'll definitely be missed, but uh, we'll muster through somehow. Absolutely. We definitely, definitely, definitely will. Well, uh, are we going to do some uh, some uh, uh, high spots, or are we just going to get into this special madness? Because we got we to get, get right into this tournament. I was uh, discussing it with our friend. We got a lot of matchups. We got a lot of teams, a lot of history behind everybody. Believe me, Before gentlemen. We get into that, you, you got to slow your train. Oh down yeah, because Joe, you know, as always, we got to start off. By honoring the best darn country around, and that is America. Especially, beans. it's right here after the July 4th weekend. We have got to do that. So let's go ahead and get that all queued up in here. Thinking he's going to get it one of these times. Brings a tune to my eye. It's every never going to. I really keep thinking. Every. I keep thinking. I've been on this show for so long, and I really think he's going to get it. I really think he's going to finish it, but he just never does. Nope. It's heartbreaking. Brings a so, tune to my eye every single time. <laughs> All right. Well, gentlemen, do we want to get into these matchups here? Absolutely. Oh, let's go I'm ahead and ready. let's go ahead and and do it. So I guess I'll get a vote. The Maestro will get a vote, and Hardcore Hospital will get a vote. 
And there is one benefit. I'm going to say one thing right before we get into this. As much as having the night out would have been amazing, because we all know what he brings to the table. Mm -hmm. Having three of us on saves us the trouble of tiebreakers. I'm just going to say it. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. How so? Well, if you and Joe think it's it's one tag team, and well, yeah, I guess so. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now, remember. We each get one, uh, one, uh, uh, I guess, golden ticket that will automatically send that tag team to the next round. You only get to use it once, so you got to be smart. You only we get had a little mishap. We had a couple of mishaps the last time, you know, the first WrestleMania when it came. Well, to that's the because it was Drake Lee was here, and you, you know, Drake Lee <laughs> likes to do his own thing, and you know how Drake Lee is. Come on now. I do. Well, well, that could be why Aaron Wallace just posted this little uh, comment here. Dick Douglas is not here. Uh, he's not here, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. He said he is glad that Dick Douglas is not here. <laughs> I know he's not the only one. Okay. So, Oz, what's our first matchup? Or do you want me to do it? Well... Let's see. I think I may have something special for us here. Oh, here we go. Well, at, at first, first before we do that, we have to thank the Wrestle Madness Selection Committees. We're talking Luke Skywalker Roberts, Media Relations Director for Dynamo Pro, Jeff Manning, Rough Coast Wrestling Connection in Oregon, Dr. Drew Evanhouse, the voice of Southern Illinois Championship Wrestling, and Dave Unger, Host of the Attitude of Aggression podcast, David Buckler, Wrestle Context from North Carolina, DJ Money from Georgia, Earl Magnum from Missouri, Dane McGuire from the Scrap.com, and Tom Vore, host of the I don't know what he's the host of. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Jim. I tried. Uh, all right. We gotta this. get in this. I'm telling you, we're delaying the inevitable here. This is an exciting night, and, you know, we all want to see who is going to be the main winning tag team. So, let's go ahead and get say by the way, it is not Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. It's just not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to mm. use my golden ticket. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jeremy, let's go ahead. Bonus insertion. <laughs> let's go ahead and get into round number right, one there, Jeremy. All right. So, our first matchup we have here on WrestleMania 2, bracket number one in the first round. We have two of the greatest, one of, in my opinion, the greatest tag teams of all time. We have the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom, going up against the Nasty Boys. Is this Whew. even a question? Like, I mean, it is, obviously, but it should be. It, it, it is, it, but it, it should be. That's it definitely should not be. I'm already going to tell you right now. 
I'm going with the Road Warriors. With, with everything that the Road Warriors the have Road done, Warriors. there's no way that they cannot be the Road Warriors. If you pick the Nasty Boys, I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to smack you. Well, I mean, the Nasty Boys, you can't overlook their accomplishments. They were three-time WCW World Tag Team Champions. They were one-time WWF World Tag Team Champions. PWI Tag Team of the Year in 1994. The greatest tag teams number 41 on WWE's greatest tag team list, which, by the way, we have 19 of their tag teams that they put out on their list. Okay, so, and that's all great and all about they the do have a lot of accomplishments. But you're that's right. That's all out. fine and dandy for us. But they, look at it. The Road Warriors, they are a two-time WWF World Tag Team Champs. Four times they were PWI's Tag Team of the Year. They're in the NWA and WWE and the Quebec Wrestling Hall of Fames. They are number six on WWE's Greatest Tag Teams list, and they were the 1986 Crockett Cup winners, among other accolades. So, rest in peace, Animal and Hawk. I'm going for you guys. So, there you go. Well, and you know what? So, You're right. They You can't but, compare the two. But I just felt somebody needed to be defending them at, at some point. But, you know, I, I do agree that, you know, the Road Warriors fair are enough. Very fair. All right, somebody write that down. The Road Warriors have moved on to the next round. Maestro, it's your job. All right, yeah. One of you guys keep track of All right. So, match number two. That's you. Yeah. All right, so match number two, you've got the Young Bucks against Ray Stevens and Pat Patterson. Now, I don't really know very much about Ray Stevens and Pat Patterson. I'm not going to be, I'm going to be honest with you. So, I mean, but I, I really distest the Young Bucks. So because of that, I'm going with Ray Stevens and Pat Patterson. Okay. So this is where Joe, I agree. And I disagree because I detest the Young Bucks as well. They annoyed the shit out of me. Uh I think they are very repetitive in the ring. But you cannot deny the amount of high-quality matches that these guys have put on over the past decade. I mean, they and I'm not just talking in one promotion or another. I'm talking worldwide. They are seven-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champs. They're four-time PWE world or PWG tag team champs. They're, of course, the current uh, AEW world tag team champs. They've won the ROH world tag team championship three times. I mean, and they've won the PWI tag team of the year twice. Now, for those that aren't aware, Ray Stevens and Pat Patterson are a one-time AWA world tag team champ and a two-time NWA world tag team champ. And both of those are very prestigious in their own right, no doubt about it. And, you know, as much as my contemporary, my colleague Joe, hates and despises and detests the Young Bucks, and as much as I do as well, I have to go with the Young Bucks, though. I just have to. 
It's all on you, Haas. It's all on you. What's it going to be? Right. Well, honestly, I also don't know a lot about uh, Pat Patterson and Ray Stevens. Um, and going on what just a little bit that I do know, the Young Bucks just seem to have a lot more accolades than they do. So I think I'm going to have to go with the Young Bucks on that. All right. There you so, go. Ladies and gentlemen, the Young Bucks advance over Stevens and Pat Patterson. And when we have our first commercial break, Joe will break out a large bottle of alcohol. So That's right. That's right. Everclear. Uh, no, Jameson, because Jameson is my friend. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. I don't think so, Joe. <laughs> now, Hoss, uh, I'm going to let you introduce this next matchup because – I'm telling you, man, this is going to be, in my opinion, the first real test of the tournament. Sure as hell's not no Road Warriors nasty boys. So what you got for us? All right. So in this round, we have the Dudley Boys versus the Rockers. So, okay. I think that's going to be a tight one. And you know, to the to our Wrestle Talk family, feel free to to enter your comments and stuff. Who you think should be the winner? Feel free to put that up there. Let us know what you're thinking too. So, all right, Joe, let's go ahead and start off. Uh, what, who are you thinking on this one, buddy? Oh my God, this is like a really really tough one because I like both tag teams. Um, just. With the accolades and the the history, I'm going to go with as much as I like the Rock and Roll Express. The, no, the the Rockers. Oh, uh, why did I say the Rock and Roll Express? The Rockers, <laughs> Dudley Boys, 100% Dudley Boys. Dudley Boys did so much more than what the Rockers did. What am, I'm thinking the Rock and Roll Express. I think this beer's done getting to my head already. There we go. What the hell? Okay. So. For me, I'm gonna say it like this, and this will be uh, an This will be something that will probably be said multiple times tonight, and it's because it's true. But the Rockers was just a starting point for Shawn Michaels. You know, that's how that's how people remember the Rockers the most for what Shawn Michaels was before he became Mr. WrestleMania, before he became the Heartbreak Kid. And that's no disrespect to Marty Jannetty because he and Shawn Michaels had a match of the year once for the Intercontinental Championship. But come on, it's the freaking Dudley boys. I mean, they dominated ECW for years. Don't even get me started on what they did in WWF slash WWE. I mean, you would not have those famous uh, TLC matches at WrestleMania 2000 and at WrestleMania 17 without the Dudley boys. And I'm sorry. They all, in my opinion, they automatically win just because the last words that the late classy Freddie Blassie said on television were Devon get the tables. That sells it for me. That really does. So my vote's going for the Dudley boys. Huh? All right. Well, you know, I, I just have to agree. All I can say is Joe, get the tables. That's right. That's right. Get the tables. 
All right. So the next match we have is <laughs> Demolition against Terry Gordy and Dr. Death Steve Williams. I'm going to tell you right now that my favorite tag team of all time is Demolition. I absolutely love Demolition. I think Demolition is is one of the greatest tag teams, and that's why Nightmare Jones is using his golden ticket. Demolition is going into the next round. I don't care what you say. Doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) Personally, I think you just... You know what? I'm not going to say it because there's a chance that you might regret that later, and I do want to see that, so I'm not going to take that from you. But you know what? I'm going to say this right now. If you know, in professional wrestling, there's a lot of, of uh, what could have been and who could they have been. And I think Dr. Death Steve Williams is one of the best cases of that. He had so much more potential ahead of him. The ceiling was so high on him, but injuries and a stupid ass brawl for all tournament crashed it all. And Teddy and Terry Gordy, not Teddy, <laughs> Terry Gordy. We'll see later on as a part of another famous tag team. But mm-hmm. you know what? People can say what they want about demolition. They can say that they're in Road Warrior knockoffs. But guess what? At the end of the day, they are rem- they are memorable. You know Axe and Smash. You know who demolition are. I mean, they are three-time WWF World Tag Team Champ. On the list of WWE's greatest tag teams, they ranked number 11, just outside the top 10. And they were in the XWF Hall of Fame. Surprisingly, not in the WWE Hall of Fame yet. And I know uh, Joe over there definitely thinks they should be. So my vote is for Demolition. Us? Well, and personally, I don't see where there is competition. I say, uh, as much as I hate to say it, I think you wasted it your golden ticket this round, Joe. Yes. Don't say that. I want to see what happens later. Go through whether you did it or not. Can so, I take back my golden ticket, or, or has it already been been used? And once you use it, you use it. You're, you're uh, but so, can I use? Well, since 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 the night hours not not here, I should get the night hours golden ticket since I am the originator and creator of the Best of Talk podcast. No. I was almost thinking about that. that. No. Uh, that's cool. I'm more sympathetic to you than bosses, okay? So you gotta gotta stick with me on this one. (laughs) I, I tell you what, let's go to our official rule book and see what it says about that, Joe. (laughs) I believe that answers the question. Okay. Well, so I guess we are clear as day that demolition's going on. I had no reason to even delve into all that because, you know, Joe just said, screw us. But I'm sure he loves the support anyway. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so moving on to the next one, we've got the Road Warriors, the Young Bucks, the Dudley Boys, and Demolition. What do you think about all those those tag teams going into the to the next round? Lot of lot of competition, a lot of tough competition. Um, some of the greatest of all time are in there, and 
I'll be honest with you. I mean, one of your your absolute favorites are in there, and one of my favorites are in there. So I'm excited. Hoss, what, what do you think? I think this next round uh, is going to be tougher than last round. I really do. You know, well, I, I agree. I think, you know, I think there were some pretty easy matchups in that in that round. So I think that that will be a uh, a little bit tougher. And also, we just got clarification that says when it's announced, the golden ticket has been used by that host. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> and I must also, there is a comment I want to be shown here from Pope KR1 that the only road warriors the Nasty Boys beat are Animal and Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, I'm giving it. I'm making it a run for their money on that one. Because oh, freaking hiding, Mike! Oh, oh Jesus! I love that comment. That's top notch. Okay, yeah. so I guess I will kick us off as we're heading to right. bracket number two in the first round of WrestleMania two. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have the Heart Foundation versus Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo. Mm. All right. Nightmare Jones, let's kick it off with you. I mean, both were really, really great tag teams. Uh, they both did a lot of things. I just, I feel that the Hulk Foundation did more. I feel that more people know who the Hulk Foundation are than Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo. So I'm going to have to go with the Hart Foundation. Okay. Haas, what about you, buddy? You know, when, when I look at these two, I mean, I, I think they were both really good tag teams. But uh, I think I also have to go with the Hart Foundation. Because like Joe said, they are more known than Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo. Um, when, when I think of either of those names, you know, the main thing that comes to my mind is when uh, WWE did the rock and roll album and uh, Jesse Ventura said that Mike Rotundo should have stayed buried with rock and roll hoochie coo. That's the biggest thing that sticks in my mind when, when you talk about that. Oh my so. gosh. <laughs> so, I mean, it's already clear, you know, on a two to one that the, uh, that the Hart Foundation will advance. But I'm just say uh, I'm gonna say this because I also have the Heart Foundation. I feel personally that the Heart Foundation was more notable as a stable rather than just a tag team. With that said, still, you know, Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil Neidhart were, in my opinion, more notable than Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo. So, in a clean sweep, the Heart Foundation advances. There you go, the Heart Foundation. All right, so next we've got, oh, oh this is going to be a tough one. This is, you've got Shawn Michaels and Hunter Hush Helmsley DX against Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Oh, uh, uh, my goodness. This is a really, really tough one because both tag teams were absolutely huge. <sighs> All right. I don't even Go ahead. I think you, you can go first. Go ahead. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why. 
okay, this is going to be tough, you know. But let's say everybody knows all four of these athletes. They're some of the most notable and infamous and famous names in professional wrestling. Yeah. It's an, and ironically enough, all four were part of one of the most infamous moments of the Attitude Era, or right before it, I guess, with the curtain call. But you have Hunter Hearst Helmsley and Shawn Michaels, collectively known as DX. And, I mean, these were two top stars that just happened to find their niche. But I'm going to tell you why. In my opinion, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash are above them. Because for four years, while the outsiders, while Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were rolling, they were at the top, whether or not there was booking issues backstage or not. Shawn Michaels was out with the back injury. Four years, mind you. We're not talking about individual careers, whose was better. Because in my opinion, Shawn Michaels would be above. But we're talking about as tag teams. And as tag teams, when it came down to it, the team of Scott Hall and Kevin Nash did more in the era they were in than Shawn Michaels and Hunter Hearst Helmsley. So in my opinion, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash is my vote. Mm. All right. Joe, what you got? <laughs> Man, you know it's uh, it's really, really, really tough. Um, you know, when I think about it, I I've got to go with uh, with DX. I like DX. Uh, I've always liked DX. Um, I feel that DX was a they were a great tag team and. This is a really, really tough one, but I'm going to have to go with DX. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Hoss. All right. Well, you know, it, it, this is a tough one to decide. and uh, But, you know, looking at it and, and thinking about everything that's already been said, one thing that sticks in my mind is Shawn Michaels and Hunter Hearst Helmsley, D-Generation X, they ran wild over the WWF or WWE, whichever you want to call it. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, they did WCW and the WWE. So they ran, they ran amok over both places. And mm-hmm. that to me is what put Scott Hall and Kevin Nash over DX. So I think I'm gonna to have to go with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. All right, there we go. There you go. That's a that is a that was a tough one though. That and the thing of it is, guys, it's only gonna to get tougher in this bracket. It really is. I mean, if you're already, it's the first round, and we literally just put Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, or the committee did, not us, and they already put Scott Hall and Kevin Nash against DX. Like, oh, all right. Well, let's see what we got next. All right. All right. So next we have the Steiners. So Rick and Scott Steiner, Steiner Brothers, 
going up against Professor Toru Tanaka and Mr. Fuji. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to let one of you guys start this one off. Um, I don't really know much about uh, Tanaka and uh, Mr. Fuji as a tag team. I know Mr. Fuji as a manager. Um, I've heard great things, but uh, due to the accolades, I'm going to have to go with the Steiner brothers easily. Hoss? All right. Well, you know, looking at them, uh, you know, I don't remember much about <laughs> Fuji as a wrestler, uh, like much like Joe. I remember him more as a manager than a wrestler. Um, but I, I do have to say the uh, the Steiner brothers. Okay, so the Steiners advance, but here, let me get my vote because I do know a little bit about Mr. Fuji as a wrestler, and a lot of managers, save for maybe Bobby Heenan, were actually very well uh, known managers or wrestlers before they – uh, headed to managerial careers. In fact, as stated in the WWE Greatest Tag Team list, Toru Tanaka and Mr. Fuji rank at number 18, believe it or not. Wow. That, that said, I mean, I don't know if I want to have to break out Scott Steiner math on this one, but I'm sorry. It's freaking the Steiner brothers on this one. It really is. So... Clean sweep on that one. Clean sweep on that one. All right, the last matchup in bracket number two, you've got the Hardy Boys against Kane and Undertaker, the Brothers of Destruction. Oh, Oh, man, that's a tough one. come on. Oh, Um, this is going to be torture. When you talk about tag teams, who do you hear more about? Do you hear more about the Hardy Boys, or do you hear more about Undertaker and Kane? You hear more about the Hardy Boys, 100%. Without the Hardy Boys, there would not have been a TLC tag team match, which was absolutely amazing. So, I mean, as much as I like Undertaker and Kane, i got to go with, with the Hardy Boys. Yeah. Um, so, this is the thing. Kane is one of my top five favorite wrestlers of all time. And The Undertaker is definitely up there in the top ten. That said, Joe brings up literally the only point. (laughs) I mean, first off, how many lengthy runs as a tag team did Kane and The Undertaker have? Like, let's be realistic here. They might have had a few-week period where they were a tag team, and then Kane turned on him. Do that about six times in 15 years, and you have the Brothers of Destruction. But the Hardy Boys, for the majority of their careers, when they were together in the same company, they were a tag team. Yeah, they had a famous uh, feud in the late 2000s, which was a very good feud, mind you. But to your point, Joe, the Hardy Boys are who they are because of their tag team wrestling. They would not be 
the same if it was just two singles competitors. Kane and The Undertaker, you split them up. They're still two of the most dominant forces in wrestling history. But, yeah, my vote's definitely the Hardy Boys on this one. All right. And I have to say that I agree, you know. Um, Just looking at the accolades of the two of them, the Hardy Boys have a whole lot more accolades than Kane and The Undertaker do. And uh, the Hardy Boys have had longer runs. And when you talk about tag team wrestling, the Hardy Boys are going to come up a lot more and, uh, than Kane and The Undertaker. So I, I have to go Kane and Undertaker. I mean, I'm sorry. I have to go the Hardy Boys on that one. There All right. For the Hardys. Now. All right. Joe, we've got that advances to the next round from that. Moving to the next round, round, we've got the Hard Foundation. We've got uh, NWO. The Steiner Brothers and the Hardy Boys. There's some more modern names in there, definitely. So there's not a whole lot of old school, real old school in there yet. So we'll see what happens. Now, Uh looking at bracket number three, I'm going to ask you both a question. Remember how I said earlier that it's only going to get tougher? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, just wait till you hear this one. All right, so our first matchup of bracket number three, we have Edge and Christian, who on the WWE Greatest Tag Team list are number four, against who WWE ranked as the greatest tag team in history. At number one, The New Day. Uh, yeah. This one really all isn't right. as... as- as as hard for me as it might be for you all, and and here's why: both these competitors were in the WWE. New Day has done far more than what Edge and Christian have done. New Day has the record for having the longest reign as tag team champions. They were tag team champions for over 430 days, only beating one other tag team, and that was demolition. So because of that, I'm going to have to go with the New Day as the New Day is also the only tag team that has not broken up since they were created. Still going strong. Yeah. That is a very good point. Um, So... This one's a little tougher for me. Growing up as watching wrestling as a kid, Edge and Christian were prominent for me. Albeit not as a tag team. But as I watched more and more of their matches as tag teams, I was amazed. You know, we've already had two of the three tag teams that were in those famous TLC matches mentioned in this tournament. And now we come to the third, that being Edge and Christian. Edge is the one that jumped off the 20-foot ladder and speared Jeff Hardy to the ground or to the mat. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a still shot etched in wrestling history. And Christian, Captain Charisma, went to multiple promotions and established himself. But what I just said literally shows why I voted for the New Day. 
because they went to other promotions. They were singles wrestlers that had their which showcased their greatest success. When Kofi Mania ran wild and Kofi Kingston won the title, guess what? He was still a part of the New Day. They were yeah. right there still all. The only reason that, and you know, Joe's point, they haven't broken up. They're still a tag team, Xavier Woods and Kofi. Big E's just on SmackDown. But the team hasn't broken up. And it's going on, what, six years? Yep. I mean, usually tag teams are built to break up. That's why you build them. The Mega Powers are the perfect example. You build the team to break up the team. The New Day are a unique enigma, a case among none others. So because of that, despite all the accolades Edge and Christian have had in their career, I'm going with the New Day. There you go. John, Hardcore Haas? Well, you know, when you talk about these two teams, it's kind of like the maestro said, you know, uh, Edge and Christian, they, they were great individual wrestlers. Uh, and that's the way a lot of people knew them was individuals. Yep. As a tag team, they were a good tag team. I mean, they were seven time tag team champions. Um, and, but when you talk about the, uh, edge and Christian, a lot of times the feud that comes to mind is the Hardy boys. And you don't really think of too many other feuds other than the Hardy Boys with them, really. Mm-hmm. But the New Day just has so many accolades to their name. And they've done so much. And like you said, they have stayed together through everything. So I also have to go the New Day. Mm, there you go, the New okay. Day. Well... That one may not have been as tough. It sounded tough on paper, but it may not have been as tough. This one, let's see how it goes. We're going to go a little old school with this matchup, gentlemen. Here is our next matchup in bracket number three. You have the British Bulldogs, which is David Boy Smith and the Dynamite Kid, against the Midnight Express. All right. Hoss, why don't you kick us off? Well, yeah, look, looking at this matchup, they both are really good tag teams. And, uh, and I actually have seen both, both of these tag teams live compete. And I have been fans of each of these tag teams at one point or another. Um, but the one that sticks out in my mind more than the other one is the British Bulldogs. So I would have to go British Bulldogs on that one. Okay. Um, so for me, I'm going to make this, uh, short and sweet. And I'm going to just ask you guys, I'm going to name some, some wrestlers quickly. And I want you guys to tell me what they all have in common. Randy Rose, Jack Victory, Norvell Austin, Ron Starr, Bobby Eaton, Dennis Condry, Bombastic Bob, and Bodacious Bart. Do you guys know what they all have in common? 
They're all wrestlers. Well, okay. <laughs> Besides that, at one point or another, they were members of the Midnight Express. There was multiple incarnations. And I know that I'm guessing the committee is just talking about the original one. But you continue something for so long, you incarnate it, revive it so many times, the original legacy starts to get stained. Meanwhile, everybody you know, from that era knows who Davy Boy Smith and the Dynamite Kid are. Yeah. Tragic cases because they were two of the greatest wrestlers, individually and in a tag team. There was no move they wouldn't do if they felt they could do it. The Dynamite Kid, in my opinion, I like to call him Wrestling's Evil Knievel because he literally would take stiff bump after stiff bump. And, yes, tragically, both have passed away. And, but, and with that said, there was no multiple incarnations of, who, who are these bulldogs? Who are those bulldogs? No. It was David Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid. So with that, I am going with the British Bulldogs. There you go. Jill, who did you have? Um, you know, you, you make a very, very good point. There have been multiple incarnations of the Midnight Express. There's only been one incarnation of the British Bulldogs. Only one. So, I'm going to have to go with the, the British Bulldogs. Uh, I think the British Bulldogs were a fantabulous tag team. Uh, I've just got to go with, 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 with the uh, Bulldogs. Easily. Okay. Bulldogs are going on to the next round. All right. Bulldogs are going on. Okay, Joe, why don't you uh, tell the folks at home the next matchup? Now, this is going to be interesting because these are two tag teams that had a hellacious feud with each other. We're talking about the fabulous Freebirds and the Von Erichs. What? Wow. The Von Erichs and the Fabulous Freebirds. How in the world are we going to pick which tag team that we think is going to go to the next? The Von Erichs were a great tag team. So were the uh, Fabulous Freebirds. Um. The Fabulous Freebirds wrestled in multiple promotions, um, multiple tag team champions. I mean, they came up with the Freebird rule. The Freebird rule is based off of the Fabulous Freebirds. So I'm going to have to go with the Fabulous Freebirds. Fair, very, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You know, when I look at this matchup, First off, in the 1980s, this dominated professional wrestling, this feud. I mean, if you were in the South, everybody knew who the fabulous Freebirds and the Von Erics were. The Sportatorium was sold out always to see these guys wrestle each other. WCCW existed because you had the Freebirds versus the Von Erics. To me, I consider it, honestly, the greatest feud of all time. 
because it was in an era where wrestling was still considered real as far as story goes, as far as kayfabe goes. You know, you never saw uh, Michael Hayes hanging out with uh, Kevin Von Eric at a bar. Nowadays, you know, you got tag teams just hanging out on videos with each other. But back to the matchup. Joe, you bring up the point about the Freebird rule. And a team that we advanced earlier in this tournament, the New Day, used that rule constantly. The Von Erics, though, the reason I'm going to go with the Freebirds is because as talented as the Von Erics were, there was just too much what could have been with them. There wasn't enough. Oh, look what they all finally accomplished. There was, and it's only, it's a circumstantial thing. They all tragically passed away, except for Kevin Von Eric. He's still alive. But they all tragically passed away too young for us to truly grasp what could have been with these guys. You know, and, and we're not talking one or two guys. We're talking David. We're talking Mike, Carrie, and Chris. I mean, it's heartbreaking. It really is. But the fabulous Freebirds established themselves for decades as that heelish, devilish Southern tag team to beat. So my vote is the fabulous Freebirds as well. There you go. What about you, Haas? I think that I'm going to have to go with the fabulous Freebirds as well, um, just because I think uh, I think there's a lot of things that each team did that you know helped shape professional wrestling to what it is today. Uh, but you know, it's just like Joe brought up with the Freebird rule. That's something that is actually still used today, and people still know today. And so I think I have to go with the free birds. There you go. Free there you birds go. Now, before, we advance, before we advance our next matchup, you know what's interesting about the free birds and the Von Eriks? What's that? Neither of them made the list on WWE's top 50 tag teams of all time. And I don't that's know if it's just because, I mean, that's, like, what's up with that? That's because. The WWE tag team list was only wrestlers that wrestled in the WWE. The Von Erics yeah. never wrestled for the WWE. Neither did the favorite Freebirds. Well, Michael, you know what? Giving them an honorable mention because they were both two of the greatest. I don't give a crap. <laughs> All right, fair, fair enough. Jonesy, what's our next? Uh, what's our next matchup here? I think it's the final one on the bra- on this bracket. Final round on bracket three, we've got the Rod Samoans against the Sheepherders. Now, the Sheepherders were a absolutely amazing tag team. A lot of people remember them more as the Bushwhackers, but they were one of the most violent tag teams around, and the the Sheepherders were absolutely insane, but so were the Rob Samoans. Um, I'm going to go ahead on the limb with this one, and I'm going to go ahead and give it to the Sheepherders. You know, I'm just going to say it, you know, I'm going to go with the Wild Samoans because if for nothing else, I mean, their dominance as a tag team, I think I scared you off by saying that. <laughs> But in all seriousness, Wild Samoans set the bar for 
tag teams for generations to come. And their family lineage needs no introduction. But as far as wrestling tag teams go, I'm giving the edge to the Wild Samoans on this one. Mm. Okay. Aaron Ball supports the Bushwhackers, though. <laughs> All right. John, how cool was? You know, look, looking at this, it, it's kind of like uh, when you started out. Yeah, you had to explain that the sheep herders were better known as the Bushwhackers. Um, but nobody has to explain the Wild Samoans. When people hear Wild Samoans, they know who they are. That's true. Um, so just from that fact alone, I think I'm going to have to give it to the Samoans. All right. Fair enough. All right. So moving on to the next round, ladies and gentlemen, we've got uh, the New Day. We've got the British Bulldogs, the Fabulous Freebirds, and the Wild Samoans. All right. We are on bracket number four, the final bracket. Until we move on to the next All round. Right. Here we go. Okay, the first match. Well, the Rock and Roll Express okay, against Ryan Pillman and Steve Austin. The Hollywood. Um, okay. Like you said last week, Ryan Pillman and Steve Austin, they were a great tag team. But when you talk about tag team wrestling, one of the names that always comes up is the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson. 100%. As much as I liked Brian Pillman and Steve Austin, I got to give it to the Rock Rock and Roll Express. You know, I mean, Joe literally took the words out of my mouth, and I have no issue with that because it is, you know, what I brought up last week. You know, because, yeah. Brian Pillman and Steve Austin were more known for their singles action as competitors, not as a tag team. Um, and yes, they had we had done the research, and it turns out they had won multiple tag team championships. And um, I believe that was, you know, thanks to Hardcore Hoss doing that for us. But um, yeah, I'm, it's simple for me, Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree on that one with the Rock and Roll Express. Um, if this was individual people, then hell yeah, give it to Steve Austin all day long. But when it comes to tag teams, there's really not a tag team I can think of with Steve Austin that I I just think of as a great tag team. So, yeah, I just have to go with Rock and Roll Express. All right, the Rock and Roll. Yes, Now, for this matchup, there is something I want to add to it after I list the names because it is a bit of breaking news. So, for this next matchup, we have the Mega Powers, which is Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage, versus the Funk Brothers. Mm -hmm. And I say breaking news because it's been revealed that Hall of Famer Terry Funk, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, he's the hardcore legend, he's an icon in the industry, is unfortunately suffering from dementia. And he's about 78 years old. His wife passed away last year, and that really, in with everything going on in the world, has taken its toll. But he's living in an assisted living 
testing facility. Um, and I send my, and I know we all send our thoughts out to Terry Funk and his family at this time, because it's heartbreaking to see because it goes without saying how much Terry Funk has impacted the wrestling industry for mm-hmm. over 60 years. Like all those retirement matches, everything he, he's poured his heart and soul. He's literally put his body on the line more so than most for us. So our thoughts are definitely with Terry Funk and his family at this time. Yes, absolutely. Um, Sad to hear. Um, Moving forward, (sighs) the Mega Powers against the Punks. You've got a a tag team that was – notorious for being, you know, one of the great tag teams in professional wrestling history. And you've got a tag team that was simply put together so that they could have a feud. Without even question, like as much as I like the Mega Powers, they would set up strictly to turn on each other to set up the match at WrestleMania 5 between Hogan and Macho Man. With that being said, I've got to go with the Funks. Same. I'm, I'm keeping it short and sweet to the point. I'm going <laughs> with the I really am. Us? Uh, make that three. There you go. See, it, see, see how well that we work when, 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 when we all agree. If we all just agree from here on out, it's it's everything's gonna be nice and smooth. Which is Joe talk for all you gotta do is vote demolition as the winner and we'll be fine. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody wants to see Nightmare Jones rage. Nobody. Oh. All right. The next matchup we got is another good one. Harlem Heat against Eddie and Chavo Guerrero. Ooh. This is another is- tough one. Um man. I like Eddie and, and Chava, but I'm going to make it short and sweet. I'm going to go with Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat is a 10-time WCW Tag Team Champion. They are two-time PWI Tag Team of the Year. They were in the WWE Hall of Fame. The only reason they're not on that greatest tag team list in WWE is, as you put it, they never wrestled as a tag team in WWE. Exactly. But if they did, I'm almost certain they would have because Harlem Heat to me has the edge over Eddie and Chavo. No disrespect to Los Guerreros, but I'm going Harlem Heat. There you go. Hardcore Haas? I, I have to agree Harlem Heat on that one. It's, <laughs> you know, yep. the, the Guerreros were a good tag team. Their, their name is synonymous with professional wrestling, but – uh, just Harlem Heat have that one for me. There you go. All right. All right. Well, boys, you ready for some great news? Yes. We are on the last matchup of the first round. We are. How about that? Okay. So for the final matchup of bracket number four, the final matchup of the first round of Wrestle Madness 2, we have Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard going up against Jack and Jerry Briscoe. 
the old school Briscoe brothers. Mm, I'll go ahead and start it off. Um, based on what they did in the NWA as part of, of the Four Horsemen and what they did in WWE as the Brain Busters, I'm going to have to go with Arn Anderson and Tony Blanchard. This is the thing. Jack and Jerry Briscoe, probably one of the most famous brother tag teams, and we've had multiple on this list. You know, but not only were Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard a part of perhaps the greatest wrestling stable of all time, but as a tag team in their own regards, they were at the top. And with that, I'm going with Art Anderson and Tully Blanchard. There you go. Huh? All right. I am uh, going to have to agree as well with Art Anderson, Tully Blanchard. You know, when, when I think about those four names, you know, just uh, Art Anderson and Tully Blanchard, they are the ones that are the real ass kickers of that of that group, at least you know, from what I can remember of them. So I, I just have to go with Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. There you go. Another clean oh. sweep. And that's how we end the first round, folks. That's how we end the first round. Are we going to do another round? Are we going to go on a little break? Hold on. Honestly, we could, honestly, I'm ready. I'm just ready to roll. I'm the ready. fans are tuned in. The sponsors are rolling. Let's do this. All right. All right. Well, moving on to the next round, we've got the Rock and Roll Express, the Funks, Harlem Heat, and in on Anderson and Tully Blanchard. All right, starting round number two, you've got woo, the Road Warriors against the Young Bucks. After keeping it nice and short and sweet, absolutely Road Warriors, one hundred percent Road Warriors. Road Warriors. Road Warriors. <laughs> Absolutely. That was absolutely easy. Here's where we're going to have an issue. And, and, and I see you laughing, Jeremy, because you know what's about to happen. You've got the Dudley Boys against Demolition. And Joe has you, no you, ticket. I have no... no that's why I, I mean, told you. you I'm, 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 I, I, I just got a message. From uh, Dick Douglas, that I was, I'm able to use his golden ticket. So I want to use it. Uh, not, no, not Dick quite. Douglas's golden ticket to move demolition to the next round. Bullshit. Golden <laughs> tickets are non-transferable. And I have a severe allergy to bullshit, Joe. So uh, no. Bullshit. <laughs> So I'm going with demolition. Um, okay, Hoss, it's up to us because <laughs> we already know Joe's gonna vote demolition Go to demolition out of this. Go ahead, no Hoss. Actually, I'm gonna go with demolition myself. Woo! Are you ready though? Are you ready to hear what I'm gonna say? What's that? I was actually going to go demolition. Wow! I'm just telling you that you re- that you would regret using that ticket in the first round. 
But I'm going to say why I'm picking them over the Dudleys. The era that teams like the Road Warriors and Demolition were in, the crowds were a lot more rambunctious, raucous, larger. And I'm sorry. Call them wannabes and ripoffs all you want. You know, you can remember the Dudley Boys too, but I think there's just a more distinct look, a visual look to Demolition. That when you point to a casual fan, yeah, that's demolition. Short, sweet, to the point. So, there we go. All right. So, we have the Road Warriors and Demolition moving to the next round. All right, here we go. The Hard Foundation against Scott Hall and Kevin Nash from the NWO. Um, I like the Hard Foundation, but... Scott Hall and Kevin Nash did the damn thing, and not in one promotion, but in two promotions. So I'm going to go with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. As I had stated in the last round, when I brought up the Hart Foundation, I felt they were always more famous as a stable, you know, with the British Bulldog, with Owen Hart, you know, um, with even Brian Pillman in there. You just needed Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Adding Hogan was just an amazing plot twist that shook the world. So I'm going Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Going with the NWO. And, and I tend to agree with that, with the NWO over the Hart Foundation. You know, it, they did it and multiple, uh, multiple places, not just one. And, you know, it's just the NWO to me sticks out more than the Hart Foundation. The Hart Foundation tends to be more individual wrestlers, I think. A lot of people remember remember them, especially like Bret Hart. Uh, They Mm -hmm. remember them more as an individual wrestler than they do tag teams. Exactly. Um. So by uh, by a landslide, it looks like our dear friends Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, advance. Absolutely. Now for, for our next matchup. No, well, this is interesting, but I feel like I know who's going to win this. All right, we got ourselves the Steiner brothers. It's a battle of the brothers, folks. It is the Steiners versus the Hardy Boys. I guess uh, at this point, almost we should just shout it out, like. Because I feel like I, I know who everyone's going to vote for on this. So, because I'm going Hardy Boys on this. I agree. Joe? Uh-oh. I'm going to go with the Steiner Brothers, actually. And the reasoning why <laughs> is because in professional wrestling tag team history, the Steiner Brothers have done more on other promotions than what the Hardys have done. The Hardys have only wrestled in one promotion. Well, two promotions, if you count Impact Wrestling as a wrestling promotion. But uh, I'm going to go with with the Astana Brothers. Okay. It's not a bad pick. That's the thing. Like, none of these teams, the committee did not put one bad tag team in here. And yeah. some matchups have been tougher than others, and some haven't been. Yeah, there, there is might no be... wrong answer. 
No. Um, except for using your golden ticket in the first round. That was wrong. But other than that, everything is right. Uh, but yeah so but on a two to one vote the hardy boys advance but nothing but respect for the seven time nwa and wcw world tag champs and number 17 on the wwe greatest tag teams that being the steiners there you go the steiners have been eliminated and now we move on to the next bracket. You've got the Rock and Roll. No, you've got the New Day against the British Bulldogs. Once again, I'm going New Day. New Day, one of the greatest tag teams in WWE history. I'm going with the New Day. You don't get the number one ranking. I and mean, don't get me wrong, WWE's ranking is just a list. But you don't get number one on a fluke like that, especially with who's been in that company for so many decades. And like I said earlier, in the end of the day, the British Bulldogs were more so of a tragic case than an iconic tag team as far as accolades go. They almost became more famous for their downfall rather than for their rise. The New Day hasn't fallen. No matter what happens, they've been consistent. Even when one wrestler outshines the other two, they're still all together and the crowd loves them all. I mean, they were originally supposed to be heels. Hell, everybody was booing them, but then they started to cheer more, they put on great matches, and they've been together ever since. So i got to go with the New Day. All right. I, I completely agree with the New Day right there, you know. They are a one heck of a tag team, so they're hard to beat. All right. Well, next up, next. Oh, you can say it, Joe. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. It's all you, so. Okay, I was going to say, next up on our our attorney list in the next round is the Fabulous Freebirds versus the Wild Samoans. Now, this is definitely your definition of an old-school matchup, folks. I mean, real old-school on this. Like, early 80s, late 70s. Um, so, whew. Oz, why don't you kick it off for us, buddy? Looking at the two of them, I mean, they, they both were great tag teams in their era, but I think I'm going to be going with the Fabulous Freebirds on that one. I concur. I'm going with the Freebirds. Yeah, the Freebirds versus the Wild Samoans. Definitely Freebirds were absolutely the more popular tag team. Definitely going with the free birds. Easily. All right. Well, that'll finish up bracket number three, which will start to put us into bracket number four, second round. Mm. Oh, this is going to be a tough one. The, the Rock and Roll Express against the Funks. Oh, man. 
This is. I need a minute. Uh. <laughs> now I wish there was vodka in this bottle. Vodka will express against the funks. Uh... I'm just gonna go with the funks. I I I, I don't know why. I just. I'm going to go with the funks. Oh, man. This is... This is the... You know what? I'm going to say it. Up to this point, this has been the toughest matchup. I'm just going to say it. This has been more tough than the D, than DX versus NWO, in my opinion. Um, because... And it, you know what? It honestly has nothing to do with the fact that the Funks don't wrestle anymore and the Rock and Roll Express does because that's just uh, circumstance, circumstantial. When I look at the legacy of each team, I think, I mean, let's take a look at here what these guys have. The Rock and Roll Express were five-time NWA World Tag Champs, two-time AWA Southern Tag Champs. They were in the WWE Hall of Fame. They're in the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, PWI Tag Team of the Year. But then you get to the Funk Brothers. Listen to this, guys. They were a one-time WWC Tag Team Champ. They won five NWA Tag Team Champs. Actually, they've won... Eight, if you combine their North American, the International, the Florida, Georgia, and the World. And not only are they in the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, but they're in the WWE Hall of Fame. And, this is a little home for me, the St. Louis Wrestling Hall of Fame. It seems to me that as far as local legacies go, as far as things like wrestling at the chase go, as far as those promoters back in the heyday go, the Funk Brothers have left more of a mark. The Rock and Roll Express will always go down as one of the greatest. But believe it or not, I'm going to go with the Funk Brothers on this one. All right. Yeah, I tend to agree with the Funk Brothers. I mean, they are... I feel that they are more well-known when you think of tag teams than the Rock and Roll Express. Um, so I, I think I'm just going to go with the Funks as well. Here we All go. Right. All right. Moving on to the next round is the Funks. And then finally, the last match in bracket number four, the second round, you've got Harlem Heat. Against On Anderson and Tully Blanchard. It's another really, really tough one. Um, I'm going to go with Harlem Heat. I'm going to go with Harlem Heat. I think Harlem Heat had a little bit more accolades than what Tully Blanchard and On Anderson did. I feel like. As far as, and, you know, it's amazing how many of these wrestlers, you know, how many of these tag teams were part of stables, not just, you know, sticking as a tag team. Mm -hmm. And look at what, and I think this matchup has the perfect example. 
Look at Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Who were they a part of? The Horsemen. Four Horsemen. And, you know, that's where their true legacy shined. That and Arn Anderson has literally the greatest spine buster in the history of this business. And will never be surpassed on that. Um, but we're not judging it based off moves, off stables. We're judging it based off tag teams. And as a tag team, when you won 10 WCW World Tag Team Champions chips, and the other tag team hasn't even won five World Tag Team Championships combined, I think it goes without saying that is Harlem Heat. There you go. Mr. Haas? I will be agreeing once again with Harlem Heat. Yeah, this it just uh, seems like Harlem Heat is the more notable of the two. I feel like Harlem Heat is actually becoming the sleeper pick in this tournament. You know, a lot of people may have thought that they might have uh, been eliminated early. I feel like they're uh, retrospective praised tag team. One that it took years down the line for them to really start to get the attention and recognition they deserve. And so far it's shot in, in this tournament. So this was honestly an easier round except for those last two matchups. Mm-hmm. But I'm really starting to think this is where we're getting to get down the nitty gritty and the matchups are going to get tough. Yeah, this is where things are going to get interesting. This is where I wish that I had kind of kept my golden ticket because now you've got the Road Warriors against Demolition. And yeah, we already know <laughs> that Nightmare Jones wants Demolition, but we already know that it's going to be the Road Warriors. I'm going with Demolition because I won't give up on Demolition. So... I'm going with all right. demolition. You all can go with whoever you want to. Well, well, I'm going to well, say this right now. Okay, Hoss, you go first because I'm going to still ask Joe this question later. So you go first. Well, I was going to say, before we actually get into this round, why don't we go ahead and take a quick break and then come back to this round because I think we're kind of right, like, right in the middle of, of, the, uh, of the rounds and we're actually a little bit ahead of where we need to be, so... Um, why don't we go ahead and take a quick break and come back and we'll finish this up. Yeah, Joe can go get his Kleenex box ready for after this one. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> Never change. We'll be back, folks. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be back after this quick break. As always, though, we want to recognize our sponsors, Everything Combat, Ken Cade, Esports Bar, Kansas City, Interstate 70 Sports Media, Royal Mills Transportation, Painter Dreams Productions, Me Fiesta Rentals, Rathbun Engraving, where you can get your very own WrestleTalk podcast mug with your name engraved, and the FWWC. So stay tuned, folks. We got a lot more to come, and we're looking forward to see who wins this thing. Return of the D was imminent. Step into the mic, you're psychic. 
stepping out the shadows, or walking overloaded, I'm ready to explode, I've lost all self-control, in the one slice, and I watch the head, it's a living kamikaze, when I upload on the mic, I'm ending everything I see, it's destruction on sight, what's it sound like a track with no bass, that's a dead beat, me on the other hand, I'm shattering the concrete, breaking down the doors, demolishing enemies within the opportunities, it's survival, I ain't going nowhere, I got immunity, more calculated, gruesome, and death. Maestro, this is Damian Jones. There we go. Oh, maybe not. Wow. There he is. Up, buddy. It's weird I'm not in the middle right now. I gotta get used to that. Hoss, you're muted. Hoss, you're muted. Yes, he is. All right, Jeremy. So, 
Go ahead. Yeah, how about Go ahead. Demolition against the Road Warriors. Go ahead, Jamie. Here okay. Go. So, I'm going to ask one simple question, Joe. Okay. It's going it's to be a simple question. If the Road Warriors didn't exist, would there be demolition? No. Okay, Road Warriors it is. All right, Haas, what you got, buddy? Yeah, well, I mean, both of these tag teams are awesome tag teams. They really are. They are. That, that's what makes this one so hard. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going with the Road Warriors. Yes. Okay. If you, uh, are, you, are you guys sure? Because cause let me ask you, you, uh, you a question. At what time were the Road Warriors champions for 437 days? Um, I don't know. I don't know if they could be considering how many countries around the world and how many promotions they were dominating. You didn't answer my question, though. At what time were they champions for 437 days? I said they were. Exactly. I said no because they were around Exactly. The but guess what? If you, you know the old saying, you can't have one without the other? You don't have demolition without the Road Warriors. So that makes it. So you can't have that 437 day reign without the OGs. You know, like I'm going to put it in perspective. Hang on. I'm going to put it in perspective. You would not have me, Haas, Dick Douglas, without you, Joe, as far as being on the show. You are the OG. So you may love demolition, but think about it. In this scenario, you are the Road Warriors because you are the OG. And let, let me ask you this, Joe. What? I know, I, I know that <laughs> you are looking at this so from the good. fact that they have held the title longer than anybody else. And, mm-hmm. and you are, you're correct on that, you know? And, and I give them mm-hmm. their, their flowers for that. However, Bailey held the women's title longer than any other woman. Does that make her the best woman in history? If she's held it longer than everybody else, yes. And considering... No, that's the best woman in history, I'll tell you that right now. Considering Legion of Road Warriors won in WWE, who had a better run in WWE? Road Warriors, a.k.a. Legion of Doom or Demolition. Demolition. You know. They did. I'm not denying that. But when we're looking at the grand scheme of things and all this, I'm this isn't a shit on demolition segment. This is us telling you why the Road Warriors are better than demolition segment. And but both are great. This was a tough matchup, whether it sounded like it or not. The only reason it didn't sound like it is because one guy loves the road wars and the other adores demolition so that's as simple as it can be but in reality it was it's a good matchup between two of the greatest tag teams of all time that said the road warriors advanced by that much anyways next round <laughs> all right oh, next man. round we have uh, what you got bud Scott Hall and Kevin Nash versus the Hardy Boys. 
This might be a problem. That is another... Scott Owen Kevin Nash has been in a lot of tough matchups. I'm telling you. Um, I really have. I'm going to go with, with, with the Hardy Boys. As much of a accolade that the Hardy Boys have had, the things that they have done, I'm going to go with the Hardy Boys. Because I can't really name one memorable NWO match other than Hogan joining the NWO, but I can name multiple Hardy Boy matches. I'm going with the Hardy Boys. Haas, who do you got? You know, I, I tend to agree with Joe on the Hardy Boys on this one. Not just because, you know, uh, we broke his heart last round, but because... You know, when, when you think about it, I think the Hardy Boys' style of wrestling has helped shape the tag team division into what it is today. And, you know, without the Hardy Boys being in there, I think tag team wrestling would look completely different than what it is right now. And I don't feel that you can say the same about Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. So I, I go with the Hardy Boys. Okay, so the Hardy Boys advance, but here, I'll just get my vote out there. Um, so, no, I'm holding on to that because I got a strategy. Hell, for all I know, I might not even end up using it, but I, I got a plan. Um, but no, with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, I think, honestly, a big part of it is what Joe said. The NWO wasn't as memorable for the sake of their matches, but for their segments, for their promos, for their actions, the spray painting, the vandalism, you know, the ganging up on people, the Hardy boys, it was never, you know, a joint effort. It was just them. And they put on some of the highest quality matches in WWE history, definitely over the last 25 years. So with that said and scott hall and kevin nash their best matches of their careers came as singles competitors the ladder match yeah. uh, razor ramon had john michaels one of the greatest ladder matches of all time um you know kevin nash definitely had some high profile matches once and there's another one with Shawn michaels Shawn michaels has been all over this show and uh his he doesn't have a tag team left in this but that said it's definitely the Hardy Boys when it comes to tag team wrestling. All right, the Hardy it. Boys it is. Oh, All right, we'll yeah. do the next match. Because I'm starting to lose track of who's who's in here. We're running right. low on things. The next match we've got the New Day against the Fabulous Freebirds. Both tag teams use the Fabulous Freebird rules. Oh, man. This is a little bit tough one because I really like the New Day, but I really like the Freebirds. Um, now I'm going to go with the Freebirds. I think that uh, when you talk about tag teams, the Freebirds. 
You know, personally, Man. I kind of think, I kind of think looking at these two against each other, you know, they both were great tag teams in their era. You know, the New Day is in the current era, and of course, the uh, fabulous Freebirds, you know, in their era, they were one of the top tag teams. So it's almost like not comparing them equally just because of the way wrestling has advanced to today versus the way wrestling used to be. Um, but in my personal opinion, you know, I just have to go with the New Day on this one. Mm, okay. So, Jeremy, I've been the tiebreaker most of the show. Let's leave it up to you this time. Yeah, I was going to say, this is one of the uh, – there's only been a couple times I think I've been the tiebreaker this show, so – Back at it. Okay. I'm taking a, you know, I'm not, I'm going to throw out the argument about the, you can't have one without the other on this one. Because for all we know, you could have had the new day rule. You never know. But I'm going to say something on this. The new day was, is considered the greatest tag team in WWE history. That said, when you look at the era the New Day's been in, there have been a multitude of stars above them. In WCCW, nobody was above the Freebirds. In fact, only one was equal to them, and that was Devon Eriks. The New Day will go down as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, tag team of all time. But for the sake of this tournament, and from the eyes of a guy who's loved wrestling for so long and has done so much research, and it, and one of my favorite matches is literally um, Mike, no, it's Kevin, Carey, and David Von Eric against the Freebirds. And the legacy that they leave... You could have, to make my final point, you could have WWE without the New Day. You can't have WCCW without the Freebirds. That said, I'm going with the uh, fabulous Freebirds. All right. Okay. So the fabulous Freebirds move to the next round. All right. We got four tag teams left. We've got the Road Warriors. We've got the Hardy Boys. We've got the Freebirds. Oh, we still got this other one. I'm sorry. I, I was got, about to ask about that, Joe. We got the Funks against um, Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. Funks and um, Harlem Heat. This is low-key a really tough and really interesting. It's another Battle of the Brothers matchup, and it's and like I said earlier, the Har uh, Harlem Heat has really snuck their way up the ranks of this tournament. Mm -hmm. And for good reason. I mean, their accolades show. Ten-time WCW Tag Team Champs, WWE Hall of Famers. Um, and but then you have the Funk Brothers. And once again, this is an instance where 
these two, Dory Funk Jr. and Terry Funk, define a generation. They define a generation. They drew in millions of fans to the sport of professional wrestling. You know, long at, stories are endless of the Funk Brothers. So with that, as, in, as much as I want Harlem Heat to be advancing in this tournament, I'm going with the Funks. Mm. I, I would definitely have to agree. Um, I love Harlem Heat, but I've got to go with the Funks. The Funks are one of the best tag teams around. And I've, as much as I like Harlem Heat, i got to go with the Funks. I have to agree on that and make that one unanimous. So. All right. Now we have four tag teams. We've got the Funks. We've got the Fabulous Freebirds, the Hardy Boys, and the Road Warriors. One of these four tag teams is going to be named the Wrestle Talk Podcast, the Wrestle Madness 2 Champions. Man. Let's go ahead and start it. You got the Road Warriors against the Hardy Boys. Whoever wins this one's going to the finals. Um, this is going to be a difficult one. Um, I'm going to go with the Hardy Boys. I'm going to go out on them. I'm going to go with, with, with the Hardy Boys. It's up to you all. Well, I think I'm going to use my golden ticket and send the Road Warriors. Wow. Okay. All right. Jeremy? I'm going with the Road Warriors. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the, the Road Warriors have made it into the finals. Now you have the Fabulous Freebirds against the Funks. Wow. <laughs> well, um, I'm just going to tell you guys, there's no need. You can say your votes, but there's no need to because I'm using my golden ticket to send the Fabulous Freebirds to the finals. Wow. This round, both <laughs> golden tickets were used. Wow. All right. Strategy. The Fabulous Freebirds have gone to the finals. It's the Road Warriors against the Fabulous Freebirds. But before we answer that, here's my question to both of you. I want you to name three tag teams each that you felt should have been in this tournament that were not. That's a good one. Okay. Three. Um, three each that should have been in here. Oh, man. Shit. Because, you know, there's a lot of tag teams we had in this one. Uh-huh. 
Let's see. You know what? I'm going to put one in there just because of when it happened and the the intriguingness of it. I'm just going to say it. The Rock and Sock Connection. Oh, that's a good one. I'm, I'm putting the Rock and Mifoy in there. Um, let's see. That's my first one. Hoss, who's your first one? We'll just bounce back and forth because I got to think about this. I believe the APA should have been in there. Ooh, that's another good one. The APA. Yeah. Okay. And um, one of mine would would be uh, the Godwins. The Godwins were a good tag team, too. Henry and Phineas Godwin. Yeah. Let's see. Second right, team. Jimmy. All right. This one, this is an underrated one. This is a sleeper one. But I'm going to say too cool. Mm. I mean, come on, man. You got to love too cool. Okay. All right, Hoss, who's your second one? Another one I would put in there would probably be the shield. That's another good one. That is another good one. Man. Another tag team that I would put in there, and I don't know if you all have ever heard of this tag team, Doom from WCW. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Well, for my third and final tag team. In fact, you know what? No, I'm going to do two more. Just like this one and then one more. And I'll do it in succession. Because these these two, you know, we've had a lot of old school tag teams in this tournament. So here we go. For me, I'm going to have the Blackjacks. And mm. here's one that's actually very close to the WrestleTalk podcast. Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik. Wow, yeah. Yeah. So, you just there we go. My <laughs> <laughs> well, my last one, and, and I'm really surprised that they run in this, Money Incorporated. IOS Ooh. and Ted DiBiase. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Definitely. Well, All right, Ross. Another one would be uh, the New Age Outlaws. Yeah, absolutely. I was amazed that, honestly, I would put them in. All right. You know what? Yeah, that's definitely a good one. One more quick question before we do advance to this final. We're really hyping it up, folks. Chime in on who you think should be the winner or who you think should have been in it. But here's my question for all of us. Name two teams that you felt should not have been in this tournament. And I'm going to kick it off. Nasty boys. Get them the hell out of there. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm going to say the uh, 
Nasty Boys and the Hollywood Blondes. Those are my two tag teams. Yeah, I was definitely going Hollywood Blondes. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what, Hollywood Blondes too. Um, so, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, there is one sleeper tag team left, and I, I can't believe it. Uh, almost slipped my mind. But, I mean, I don't know if it has to be all-male tournament. But where's the love for the Boston Hug connection? Get Bailey and Sasha in there. Well, maybe next Wrestle Madness, it can be women wrestling. That would be, that would be really think, good. You're that committee? You guys need to get on that. All right. We have done everything we could. But now it's time, gentlemen. It is time to determine who is the winner of Wrestle Madness 2, the greatest tag team of all time. On one side, we have Road Warrior Hawk and Road Warrior Animal, the Legion of Doom, also known as the Road Warriors. And on the other side, we have Michael Hayes, we have Terry Gordy, and we have Buddy Roberts. We have the one, the only, Fabulous Freebirds. And Jimmy Garvin. And Jimmy Garvin, that's true. Can't forget Jimmy Garvin. So. <sighs> Me? As much as I hate to say it, I'm still angry that they beat my boys demolition. Like, I've got to go with the Road Warriors. I'm still angry about that, that but you know I, I've got to go with 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 the Road Warriors, one hundred percent. Maestro. Oh man. Yeah, because I'm gonna be the difference between this either being a tiebreaker or this being a a victory. Because as we all know from WrestleMania one, a golden ticket was not allowed in the finals. So. Nope. Um, well, there are no more golden tickets because you used yours and Hoss used his. Well, no, I'm just mine. saying that even if any of us had one, we couldn't use it at this nope. point. Which is why it was good Hoss and I saved ours. Um, okay. So the Road Warriors and the Fabulous Freebirds. It goes without saying what they've accomplished. The Fabulous Freebirds dominated you know, the United States for a long time, had the to me, the greatest feud of all time with the Von Erichs, multi-time tag team champion, WWE Hall of Famers. But when it comes down to it, nobody screams tag team wrestling quite like the Road Warriors. And I'm just going to say it. Hang on. I'm going to try to see if can hear it, but when you hear their theme music, I mean, it just shins shivers down your spine. See that? That 
is the sound of the greatest tag team of all time. My pick, the maestro said it here first, the Legion of Doom. Rest in peace, guys. Hardcore Haas, I don't think you're going to disagree, but... No, I do not disagree one bit. I agree 110%. The Road Warriors are the team that wins it for me. See, now you all would have been really pissed off if I had kept my golden ticket and used it in that match when they went against the Road Warriors. You all would have been like... And then we could be hearing Demolition's tag team music right now. No, we would have been hearing uh, Willie Nelson's Georgia on my mind because that's what the Freebirds came out to. (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, I mean, first off, there's got to be some type of celebratory music for the Road Warriors Um, or applause or something. Before we continue, I also have we all have to give some love to the man behind the tag team, Paul Ellering, legitimately one of the most underrated yet greatest managers of all time. And and I'm not even talking about in the ring as far as managing them as wrestlers. I'm talking managing them as people, helping them out. You know, a lot of demons in the personal lives, but they but how they got through it. They went worldwide, how Paul Ellering booked them in countries around the world, in Germany, Japan, the United States, you name it. So to Hawk, to Animal, to Paul Ellering, congratulations on being named the greatest tag team champ or greatest tag team of all time here on the Wrestle Talk Podcast's very own. Wrestle Madness 2. All right. What a tournament, guys. Absolutely. What a tournament. So, Joe, other than your favorite tag team getting knocked out, what did you think of Wrestle Madness 2? I thought that it was absolutely amazing. I felt that, that we, for the most part, agreed with, with just about everything. Um, you know, and... Uh, it, 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 it was a, a great, great tournament, and I can't wait to see what the next one is because we've already done the greatest wrestler. We've already done the tag teams. So what's next? Is it going well, to be managers? Is it going to be managers? Is it going to be female wrestlers? Is it going to be promotions? You know it could be. But uh, you know what's interesting, Joe? You just you know what you just reminded me. What the for the greatest wrestler? That was just for one decade. So there's plenty of other decades they might do. The committee has endless options right now of what they could do, and honestly, I wouldn't be angry with any of them unless it was Here greatest wrestler. Even the that greatest <laughs> independent wrestlers. Greatest That's referee. Great. Greatest referees. Nightmare Jones would win automatically. I, you know what, Joe? If you would, you know, I, you can't I, do the referees. I my golden ticket on you, Joe, just because I love you. See, Respect see, he uses golden ticket on me. 
Respect the man's stripes. Jeremy likes me. There we go. Um, but no. Hoss, what did you think of the tournament before I get my closing thoughts on it? You know, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought that there were a lot of good matchups there. And uh, a lot of them were very close matchups. And, you know, it's it was really hard to pick on some of them. And others were pretty easy. So I, I had a good time with it. And uh, I think we really did come out with uh, a winner that most people can agree with. I don't think too many people are upset over the winner. And uh, I just think overall it, it was just a uh, awesome selections put together by the selection committee. And uh, look forward to seeing what they come up with next. Absolutely. So I'm. So my thoughts on this tournament goes like this. Think of our final four. And I know, Joe, you love Demolition. And honestly, even if they had won, there still wouldn't have been anything wrong with that because they are a legendary tag team in their own right. But think of our final four. You had the Road Warriors. You had the Hardy Boys. You had the Fabulous Freebirds. And you had the Funk Brothers. I mean, you really couldn't have gone wrong with any of them. Then you had the surprise uh, rise of Harlem Heat in this tournament. Mm -hmm. You had the surprise matchup of DX versus the NWO in the first round, the Von Erics and the Freebirds in the first round. Um, The committee really deserves a lot of credit for this because, you know, while we see it as we read the next matchup, the audience is always on their toes. And when you hear something like Edge and Christian and the New Day, I mean, some people may say that's easy. Others will say it's hard. But one thing is for certain. Every matchup we had tonight, no matter what round it was in, except for one, was worth discussing. The only one that wasn't worth discussing, in my opinion, was the Road Warriors and the first the Nasty Boys. Seriously, what the hell is the Nasty Boys doing there? Like, really? You didn't like like the uh, armpit uh, finishing move? I can smell the stench from here. Like, no, I don't. I don't know many that do. So, overall, ladies and gentlemen, that was Wrestle Madness 2. Once again, for those just tuning in, we had determined to determine the greatest tag team as chosen upon by the three of us, Nightmare Jones, Hardcore Haas, and myself, the maestro. Uh, Once again, we'd like to thank the committee. Haas, if you'd like to give a shout-out to them. Um, uh, I don't believe I have that official list here. Okay, Joe, then you must have it. You have the sponsors with us. That's right. Yes, (laughs) I have a sponsor list. Oh, must I do everything, ladies and gentlemen? Must I do everything? Jeez Well, Louise. there's a reason that you are the OG, Joe. Yeah. We're still wet behind the... Be proud of your veteran experience. So, you've got Luke Skywalker Roberts. You've got Jeff Manning, Dr. Drew Ammonhouse, Dave Unger, David Buckler, DJ Money, Earl Magnum, Jane McGuire and Tom 
for. They are all the committee that selected these tag teams. And they did one heck of a job, let me tell you. Absolutely did. Well, folks, I think we should plug these sponsors one more time. Hoss, if you'd like to do the honors. They're they're, Uh, they're right there. Once again, of course, we could not do this without our sponsors, and we really want to thank them for uh, all their support. Uh, without them, we couldn't have uh, we couldn't have this show. We wouldn't be on platforms like Streamyard and uh, all the other platforms that we're on. So, we really got to give a shout out to them once again. That is Everything Combat, Ken Cade, Esports Bar Kansas City. Interstate 70 Sports Media. Don't know who they are for sure, but you know they give us money, so they're good guys, I guess. <laughs> Royal Mills Transportation. <laughs> Painter's Dream Production. Rathbun Engraving, who takes care of all the engraving of our Wrestle Talk podcast mugs, where you can get your very own mug for $25. Just be sure to hit one of us up, and we'll hook you up. Me Fiesta Rentals, which is our newest sponsor. We want to thank them for coming aboard. And the FWWC, the Premier Fantasy Wrestling Group. And at the same time, you know, don't forget, be sure to check us out on WrestleTalkPodcast.com. And, of course, we're on Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube. Instagram. 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 We're on social, folks. Come and find us. We'd love to have you. Keep communicating. Drop us, Thanks to everybody tuning in tonight. Drop us an email at WrestleTalkPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, most of our social media is either WrestleTalkPodcast or WrestleTalkCast. So be sure to uh, check us out uh, anywhere you can find us. Absolutely. We Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in tonight, wherever you are listening or watching us at. He is Hardcore Hoss. He is Nightmare Jones, the OG of the WTP. And I'm the maestro with the microphone. Thank you all so much. We love each and every one of you. And remember, life is a book full of empty pages just waiting to be written in. Make your lives worth reading. Good night, everybody. Hello, my name is Charlie, and you're what? Shit. Hello, my name is Charlie, and you're listening to the Wrestle Talk Podcast. Yes. <laughs> that, that was, was absolutely night. amazing. Oh, yes. My God, that is perfect. yes. That was Charlie Cool. And a backstory: when we went to uh, the Zero uh, G tournament and the uh, girl fight and the Masters of Pain. We got a bunch of sound clips, and we asked Charlie Cool to do a sound clip, and that was the first clown sound clip. And she says, she says, shit. And we automatically said, we're keeping that sound clip. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, good night, everybody. I can't take much more of this. Good night. Peace. The shit. <laughs>
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.